Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. I need a piss. Can I go piss? I'm going to go and have a piss as well because I need to fill my drink up. Well, see you in a bit. You cunt. Vinny, as you edit this, I know you're probably going to listen to this segment. I just want to say, I think you're a massive dickhead. I've never liked you. I think you're weird. I hate all of the things that you choose to be. In all of the idiot villages, in all of the idiot towns, you stand among them, alone as the biggest idiot. Oh, you're back. Right, I'm going to stop talking now. Yo, what's up, homie? Yo. <laughs> you laughing to yourself about? Huh? Good evening, good morning, and good day. You are listening to episode 20 of the greatest podcast of all time. That's right. Episode 20, 20, 20. Ruka chuka. When we started. Right, that right, all the pyrotechnics, the budget's gone now. You've just blown all of it for the episode. I'd be happy. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> when we started this show, we didn't even consider writing episodes for a 20th episode. And we think that coming this far, that's quite an achievement. And to celebrate that, we are taking on the large topic of discussing and crowning the greatest achievements ever completed by humankind. But before we get into this enormous subject, I want to know how two of my enormous dickhead friends are. How have you both been? Very good, thank you. I'm doing all right, mate. I do, do you know what? The other thing we're doing to celebrate this enormous achievement, taking a week off. Oh, yes. So we decided, bit of a peek behind the camera here, when we first started this, had how many episodes in the bank? Three? Mm. Mm-hmm. We would roll on three episodes at a time, yeah. So we had, we were three episodes ahead whenever we record. We are now recording the week that we need to edit and put it out. So we have a week to get everything done. Mm. And that's quite stressful. It means that like if one of us has football practice or needs to go on holiday, it suddenly becomes a bit of a, a, bit of a nightmare. And we've tried recording two episodes in a week. That's exhausting. So what we're going to do to give ourselves a week of lead time, we're going to celebrate episode 20 by taking a week off. We're going to call that the end of season one of Goats. During that week, you need to share it with all your mates. This isn't a week off for you guys. It's just a week off for us. And then we're going to come back after a week break, season two, like nothing's changed. We are actually not going to stop recording for a week. 
we're not really taking a break. We're just taking a break from <laughs> uploading to yeah. give ourselves a, a bit of leeway. But yeah, we, we're doing that. We wanted to take a week. So that's what we're doing. Yeah, there won't be an episode next week, the week that you're listening to this. But the following week, we'll be back with season two, episode 21. And it's going to be bigger and better than ever, do you think? Bigger, longer and uncut. More veiny. Is the second season always worse or? Well, there's the difficult second album, but. We got it. We got it, boys. Don't worry. We nail it. Exactly. And also, you know, we're yet to blow up. So <laughs> I'm I'm willing to risk the difficult second album. We're still waiting for our first album. <laughs> exactly. Our first album hasn't exactly dropped yet. So I'm not too worried about the second. Oh, man. Other than that, how is everybody? I've got a tattoo, mate. Seb got a tattoo on his leg of the number of the house that he used to live in with all his housemates. Oh. Last time, yeah. We were at there. Vinny, you'll know it as the crack den. Yeah, I do know it as the crack den, yes. He decided to immortalise the crack den forever on his body by having, I believe it was like a needle tattoo as well, wasn't it? Like a hand needle tattoo, not with a gun. Yeah, yeah, it was just one of the girls who used to live there with us, just got a needle, did it in my leg. Yeah, basically tattooed the numbers 92 on his leg forever. Yeah. You know what, Seb? It is, you know, what it is, but it's not the worst tattoo in this room. <laughs> No, it's not even close. <laughs> <laughs> Did it hurt? No, not really. I mean, it hurts a little bit, but it's not too bad. I think as well, because it's not with a machine, I'm not going to lie, I don't think it's like the deepest tattoo in the world. Mm. I'm sure it will stay forever, but I imagine it will probably fade quite quickly because it's not like mega deep because it was just done with a needle. But it was done with a tattooing needle and tattooing ink, so I imagine it will stay for a while. Apparently, stick and poke is less painful. I don't know if I believe that. I'd... Who knows? But it was fine. It was also on a very non-painful, big fatty bit of my leg. So would you would you have done it on your cock? Hmm. While he thinks about it, Vinny, how are you? Yeah, I'm really great. I had a fantastic weekend meeting up with my friends in a very lovely house in the Cotswolds, I think it is, in Oxford. It was uh, twelve of us. We all just met up from various points of the UK, and yeah, just fucking drank a lot of beer kicked around a ball and it was really really nice weather as well and uh my mm. dutch friend came and gave us dutch goodies like uh he gave us a bunch of frites sauce if you've ever had that it's the best sauce oh, in yeah. the world he gave us like two fucking tubs of it plus the mackie's frites sauce which is also the best type of frites sauce yeah, yeah yeah but he also gave me this lovely present it's uh a box of yodelkoken and that's dutch for jew cakes <laughs> it's a very tasty snack and yep that is actually what they're called <laughs> Yoda Coke, Jew cake. <laughs> and what does Jew cake taste like? It tastes a bit like... It's a bit like shortbread, but it's sweeter and it has like ginger in it. It's very delicious. Mm. Really fucking good. You don't get it here in the UK at all, but it's you get things that are kind of similar. Nice. Good weekend. Happy days. Yeah. How was your weekend? How was your week? I've just been obsessed for the last day two days because i'm very obsessive about the, the thai cave rescue <laughs> yeah you've been messaging you've been about this going on about that yeah it's crazy really man annoying. right i'm gonna say now that this is the only time i'm ever gonna say don't don't listen to this and go watch something else but go on amazon prime and watch the film 13 lives it's got aragon in it it's got colin farrell in it because i'm obsessive i have been researching this thai cave rescue thing the last two days and the film 13 lives directed by ron howard is basically exactly true to the story. Long story short, it's about the football team and their coach who got trapped in a Thai cave in 2018 and some British and Australian divers who got them out. And it's fucking insane. Honestly, it's the most insane story I think 
I've ever heard in my entire life. Like, I can't believe I haven't known about it even more. But just the real life story of what these guys did, I cannot even do it justice. Like, if if you don't know about it that much, which most people don't, like, yeah, I, I remember the boys in the cave, but I don't actually know how they got them out, what they actually had to do, how bad the situation was. Just watch the film, because it's fucking insane. It'll have your jaw on the floor at what these divers did to get these boys out, because none of them died, and that is completely unprecedented. It'll probably never happen again either. It's like, talking about goat human achievement, it's right up there with the very best of all time. Incredible. I've been blown away. Go and watch it. Go and research it. Have a look. Anyway, (laughs) with all that nonsense out of the way, it's time to jump into this week's topic. As lowly carbon-based life forms, it is incredible the accomplishments and achievements that humans have completed throughout history. We are strictly land-faring animals. However, we have explored the deepest oceans, highest mountains, even conquered space. But not all achievements are so out of this world. The ridiculous, such as how far can a human roll an orange using only their nose, is equally as impressive. And because there's been a little bit of fuckery on this show, the greatest achievement of all time, Frodo dropping the one ring into the fires of Mount Doom. Not a human, you freak. Because the greatest achievement of all time has been banned from discussion and is not up for debate, that leaves a slot for a new goat to be crowned a new greatest achievement in human history. And that's where you two come in. You have to deliberate to me and tell me what are the two greatest achievements of all time. And me, the most responsible human to have ever lived, will finally crown what is the greatest achievement. So, who's going first? (laughs) I'll go first. First and foremost, two things about your Frodo bollocks. Number one, as I said a thousand times, he's not a human, he's a hobbit. As Vinny said, the only reason you're getting that mixed up is because you're also a little hobbit. Part two of that, I realised recently, you know how Sam lifts Frodo because Frodo's got the ring on, so that puts all the bad ring energy into Frodo and then Sam just lifts Frodo up. They could have just like put it on a, on a cat or a dog and then just walk the dog, and then they wouldn't have had... No, they couldn't. What dog or cat lives near Mount Doom? They didn't come from Mount Doom. They came from the fucking Shire. Well, take one with them. Yeah, just put the ring up a fucking badger's ass and then <laughs> take the badger with them. No, it was Frodo's incredible strength to resist the urge of the ring. That is the reason why the mission was successful. Had it been any other hobbit or any other man or anyone else, they would have been too tempted by the ring and it would have failed. It was Frodo's incredible strength of character. That's why he was picked by Gandalf. He was pure of heart, so he wouldn't be corrupted by the ring, yeah. He was the greatest of all hobbits. But anyway, I thought we were bound about talking the greatest achievement of all time. Or are we just going to crown Frodo dropping the ring in now and get this over and done with? Yep, that's it. See you in a couple of weeks. Love you, bye. Right, enough of this bollocks. Let's talk about some real human achievements, none of this fictional twaddle, right? So, Cars 2, the film. Um, How do you live up to such an iconic movie? Wow. Are you serious? No, no, I'm joking. It's not Cars 2. But I did nearly pick Cars, the film, as my goat because I just think it's incredible that someone thought outside of the box enough that when they personified Cars, they didn't put the eyes on the headlights. How mind-blowing is that? Yeah, that's quite... What fucking nutcase did that? (laughs) 
How mental is he? Can you imagine coming into the board meeting with him and he's like, and Larry's a bit of a bit of a strange one, and he's like, "Come on, Larry, what crazy ideas have you got this week?" And he's like, "Put the eyes on the windscreen." <gasps> I reckon they did have test drawings of them on the headlamps, so and they were like, "Well, that's fucking terrifying." <laughs> got rid of that straight away. <laughs> really like, low down. Why are his eyes, eyes like wider glowing, than his yeah. mouth? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Well. Exactly. And the flip-up cars were just, like, completely blind and then just, Hello! <laughs> Have you seen the bit in cars where the two little ones that look like Mazdas flash their, their mm. lights like it's their tits? Oh, yeah. Hilarious. Hilarious. That's hilarious. Yeah. hilarious. Anyway, but I didn't do that. And then my head went to the same place as everyone else. El Moon. The big one. The moon. Mm. And I just thought... It didn't really happen. <laughs> well, yeah, exactly. Show me the proof. I haven't seen it. No, but seriously, it's just a big interplanetary dick measuring contest. And satellites got a long way. Sputnik was a huge leap forward. Yeah. Going to the moon. Ice cool, but like, what did it gain humanity? It was a cool one-off, but it didn't gain humanity very much. That's the reason why people haven't gone to the moon really since. Exactly. Yeah, there's fuck all there. There's a reason we Brexited it. Fucking EU straight bananas. See you later, mate. Um, <laughs> so then, then I thought, what about Genghis Khan, right? One of the fastest growing empires in human history. He ruled an empire approximately twice that of ancient Greece. And he did all of that in one human lifetime. So he started off as a peasant farmer boy, second in line to his tribal leader after his older brother. And he became the ruler of one of the largest empires. Michael's giving me a quizzical face. Yeah, because didn't Genghis Khan like rape like a billion people? Right, well, I'm coming to that. And like so, kill children. So, Well, I'm coming to that too. So the thing is, he was actually a lot less ruthless than people imagine. He was actually what is known as like a benevolent dictator. So once you were in the empire, you were actually treated really well. That was his whole thing. And that's how he ended up conquering so much so quickly is A, his army had a reputation for being fucking mental. They had the archers on the horses. They had compound bows made of wood and bone that could like be fired from the hip. They were insane, right? And on the other hand, it was like he also had a reputation for if you just joined him, he was a legend. He was like really equals equals, sharing out all the food, all the grain, everything. Everyone with the empire within the empire was treated really well. So it's like, well, they only had to do a couple fights a year because half the time they got there and everyone was like, bung that. If you can't beat them, join them. <laughs> now that's quite cool. But as you correctly identified, he did do quite a lot of raping. Yeah. Raping and pillaging, yeah. And a lot of pillaging. There is a whole thing about like a lot of it was probably like concubines and like wives and sort of semi legitimate relationships, semi kind of consensual. But mm. he, at the end of the day, did do a lot of raping. It's got rapey vibes, and it. It gives you a rapey vibe. And I just thought, I'll leave it. And maybe if we do the greatest dictator, he'll come back up. But I don't I don't want to give the greatest achievement to that much rape. <laughs> Good shout. We're not getting cancelled today, boys. Then I thought, sports. There's some pretty cool sports records. And my favourite kind of sports records is roided up nutcases doing stuff that will never be done again. Right, you know, yeah. Fucking 10-year-olds in 1960 going sub-8 over 100 metres, and then (laughs) vomiting up their own spleen at the finish line. That's an achievement. So my first thought from that was, 
Lance Armstrong. That'd be funny, wouldn't it? Well, Seven yeah. consecutive yellow jerseys. Incredible achievement. And they were all on steroids. So you can't you mm. can't blame him. The competition was fair, okay? He was just the best roided up junkie. Uh, right. And he only had one bollock. But speaking of bollocks, he was a bit of a ball bag and I don't really like him. I think he's a bit of a cunt. So There we go. Bin that one off. Not that. Then I thought about this woman called Jamalia Kratchakulova. She ran the 800 meters in 1983 in 53.28 seconds. No. That record has never been broken. Wow. That won't be beaten. That I... will not be beaten. No, no chance. Like a sub minute, a sub 50 second, 400 meters is like elite. So that's insane, right? Now, there is a bit of controversy about whether she might have been on steroids. And when you see the pictures of her, you think she probably was. She looks like (laughs) the fucking rock. Now, she describes herself as having an atypical muscle structure. And that is no bullshit. Now, there's a good chance she's just like a freak of nature like Michael Phelps. And she Mm. might just have naturally high testosterone for a woman, which is a thing. And women with naturally high testosterone tend to put on muscle and have greater muscle density. So there's probably a bit of that going on. However, her coach is just like, now we just trained really hard and gave her loads of vitamin B12. Clearly not true. So I wanted to give it to her, but I was a bit on the fence about whether she'd done a load of roids. And I just thought it was a bit like whatever. And then I thought also... A record standing for four decades. What's that? Four decades is nothing, mate. Mm. Fuck it. What about a record that stood for 3,000 years? Ooh. Hello. That sounds interesting. So, for this record, we have to go back to 2,600 BC. So, that's 4,622 years from where we are today. Okay? Mm. And a bloke called Kafu... Not the player, although he was also an incredible bloke. Yep. God, what a war machine he was. Mm. Anyway, a bloke called Kafu, who was a pretty big deal. In fact, he was the ruler of ancient Egypt. And more than that, he was a literal god among men. And that's to say the people who he ruled genuinely believed he was what's called a god king. So they didn't think he was there by like divine right. Like people thought like Henry VIII had been decided by God. They thought he was a god. Wasn't that all pharaohs? All pharaohs, yeah, all pharaohs. It kind of got a bit tingly towards the end as we go past BC into AD. Yeah, when they, they mix with the Greeks and whatnot. Yeah, then it became like when you're talking about Mark Anthony and Cleopatra and those people became more like conventional kings rather than kind of god kings and queens. Mm-hmm. However, he, pretty ambitious guy, he's the second pharaoh of the fourth dynasty of Egypt and he is a pretty wealthy geezer, all right? This is the most prosperous time for ancient Egypt. The Nile floods bring massive prosperity every year. They've got a huge amount of like grain wealth. And so he sat there on this big wadge of like, and when I say wealth, like it wasn't financial in the same way. He didn't have like money. He just has power and wealth. Like he has the wealth of a country behind him. And he's like, well, what am I going to do? And he turns to his missus and he's like, look, I've got all this wealth. I want to do something with it. I'm going to build a pyramid. Oh, snap. She's like, oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> Every pharaoh builds a pyramid and they're always a letdown. And then she's like, don't you remember that one that bloke Sneferu built? It's all fucking wonky, mate. It's a big ass, well, they call it the Bent Pyramid. That's really? fucking shit. That's the worst name, right? And so she's like, don't be Sneferu. 
it's going to be all wonky. Everyone's going to think it's really embarrassing. And he's like, look, mate, look, love, I'm going to take the mid out of pyramid and I'm going to make the best pyramid there's ever been. That was a funny joke. And if you two hadn't been fucking Googling wonky pyramid. I heard it. I just didn't laugh. Say it again and I'll laugh. (laughs) He says, all right, then, love, fuck you. I'm doing it anyway. I'm going to take the mid out of pyramid. I don't get it. Right, anyway, moving on. (laughs) So anyway, he's like, I'm going to build the biggest building on Earth. And that's what he did. Well, not him specifically. He hired a bloke called Heminunu. 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 Hired a bloke called Heminunu. And he said, look, chief, I want you to build me a pyramid that's going to blow people's fucking dicks off. (laughs) And me and the missus and you if you're lucky, we'll get buried in it when we bin it. And he's thinking, fucking, all right, Jesus, this is quite a uh, quite an undertaking. But this bloke, Himenu, Hemiunu. he steps up and he devises the most outrageous construction project devised before or since. It's ridiculous. It's, it's an absolute feat in just throwing human force, brute human strength at a project. Mm. They had nowhere near the level of construction or architectural knowledge to make this happen yet. And they were just like, we'll just give it a crack. So what this geezer created was the Great Pyramid of Giza. And it took 27 years to complete. And it was made up of 2.3 million basalt blocks, each weighing over two and a half tons, right? And they worked out that in order for just, and we're just talking about the blocks that make up, not building it, just the blocks, it would take three and a half thousand people working for 27 years straight to create enough blocks to make the pyramid. Just to chisel the blocks out. Just to chisel the fucking blocks out. That's before they've even piled them up yet, right? And in fact, they believe that In order to create the whole thing, they needed a minimum workforce of 40,000 people. And this is back in the day. This isn't 40,000 people now where there's like people coming out of our asses. This was 40,000 people when there's barely 40,000 people knocking about. This is like fucking everyone in Egypt. But are these people slaves or are these people like servants? Well, this is what I'm coming to. So there is a long held belief that the people who made the pyramids were slaves. And this was created by the ancient Greeks who were the first kind of civilization, not the first civilization to write things down, but the first civilization to write things down in a language that we can still translate. And the Greeks used a lot of slaves to make all their shit. So they looked at these big ass pyramids and were like, well, they they kind of done that just with fucking... Bricklayers. Exactly, the brickies down fucking the street. Epson's timber, he's not going to be able to put that up. Even if he gets Mike in. Houston's closed on a Sunday. Exactly, he fucking, he, he does a half day on Fridays, mate. And he's just had a kid, he can't manage that, it's not going to happen. They had to be enslaved. He's just done his knee in. Yeah, he's like, he fucking, he's off, he's retired. Like his football. son's taken over and he's not half as good. Unreliable. And they're like, it has to be slaves. But it wasn't. They think more likely it was a giant kind of social project a bit more like how you know in china they build roads to give people jobs nope but i do now 
Oh, so that's the thing. So in China, they one of the ways that they stimulate their economy is just by creating projects. They'll be like, right, we need a six-lane motorway. Fucking let's build it. Let's just pump money into building things because then that stimulates the economy. It allows people... Then we're then paying people to do a job. They've got a lot of land to do that with, to be fair. Mm. They've got a lot of space. That's why, you know, that's why there's all this space. It's one of the things that China is doing to also try and get its claws into western africa and stuff like that is by paying for these huge projects to be developed because then that allows you to pay the local population yeah rather than just giving money out you're giving people a job and so Mm. this is what they think how the pyramids how they managed to gain this amount of people and one of the reasons that he needed this sort of giant social project is every year the nile floods and when it floods all the people who work in the land the fertile land around the nile have no job Mm. So for a good amount of time a year, all these labourers have nothing to do. And so what they did is they the state employed those people to build the pyramids. And one of the reasons that they think that these labourers weren't slaves is that there's actually the pyramids on the inside, and I didn't know this until today, are filled with graffiti. Oh. And also in places where... It was walled in, a bit like how a, a painter Decker might write his name under the wallpaper. There are cavities within the Great Pyramid in Giza that weren't opened up until the last sort of 50 years. And within those cavities, there was graffiti from the original mm. builders who made it, the original workforce. And a lot of that graffiti was very pro the pharaoh. It was, they called themselves like Cafu's gang, which is ridiculous, but the, the workforce were like split into like gangs of like local blokes who worked in teams of like 10 and they would dedicate themselves to the pharaoh so it seems like actually it was probably very hard work but they think that in return you got a good wage and a house over your head and food for your family and so people were actually very pro working on the pyramids and that is how they managed to cultivate such a large workforce for that 27 year period because you couldn't keep a slave workforce going for that long it would just you know you're gonna have revolts they're gonna die like you just can't keep it going Mm. now the other thing that gets thrown at the pyramids a lot and I think the people used to try and take away, because it is clearly humanity's greatest achievement. They're fucking massive. And they did it four and a half thousand years ago when they barely learned how to fucking read. Like, Jesus Christ. So everyone's like, well, how the fuck do they do that? And everyone's like, aliens. <laughs> fuck yourselves. It's not aliens for two reasons. Number one, the concept of a pyramid is not that architecturally complex. It is a big pile of rocks. Okay, if you had to make a big pile of rocks in your garden, it would become pyramid shaped because as you stacked things on top of it, the base would get wider and the top would lead to a point. If you tried to build a waist high mound of sand, you would build a pyramid shaped hump. It's the most basic tall structure It's in fact the least efficient way of going up because the higher you go, the more you have to go out wide. It could not be easier to go up, Mm -hmm. not easier in terms of the manpower but easier in terms of how are we going to make something big well we make something that's really wide and then every time it goes up it gets slightly smaller is 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 absolutely (laughs) base level okay don't take that away from them i'm not saying that's easy to do in practice yeah it's not like some guy was sat there going like how how do we get this really big building you just fucking pile up rocks do you know what i mean they looked at a mountain and went well that's quite tall we'll make a man-made version of that yeah. So don't take that away from them. 
Okay? Right. They don't need aliens. Okay, but that doesn't mean it's not aliens. So he needs to go to the next oh, point. Oh, fucking hell, Michael. Jesus. <laughs> Have you not seen History Channel, mate? He doesn't He doesn't believe in ghosts, but he, he fully believes in aliens building the pyramids. <laughs> what a knobhead, eh? <laughs> well, how else did they do it? <laughs> Have you seen Transformers 3? You are... It was aliens, mate. Christ on Aliens! <laughs> So much of why we believe things cannot be done or why we believe that previous generations have to be stupider than we are is because of our own like human arrogance. We, by default, assume that we are the most developed we've ever been as a species. Mm. So like, it's why like people refuse to believe that there's been trans people ever because for 100 years, we've been massively anti-trans. And so everyone's like, well, we must be at our most liberal now. But actually... It's not a new thing. Mm. Isn't it the third gendered caveman or something as well they found? Exactly. We just assume naturally that we are at our most evolved as we currently are, but not necessarily true. So that's why people look at the pyramids and we're like, well, if we can't work out how to do it, must be fucking aliens. Well, maybe when you've got 40,000 people worshipping a man who they think is a god, they can have a bit of a think around and they get it done. And that is effectively what they've come up with. Yeah. Maybe he was an alien, because we all know God ain't real. Right, there's no fucking aliens, Michael. Piss off, okay? <laughs> and if this, when it comes to him, Vinny does some stupid thing about how it's fucking cheese, and then you give it to him because you keep telling mind aliens, <laughs> when you think the greatest achievement of all time is done by a fictional hobbit, I will throw myself off my own roof. <laughs> so let's not be little shit. Okay. okay. This is how it goes down. So... <laughs> For a start, one of the things that people keep saying is, how did they come up with it? Well, as I've already said, piling rocks up isn't that complicated. And that is why there's pyramids all over the globe. Not because aliens told everyone at once, but because when you want to make a big tall thing, you just pile rocks on top of each other. It doesn't take a genius in fucking Mesopotamia and another one in fucking Southern America to go, oh, should we just pile some rocks on top of each other? Yeah, it's like what you said earlier with like mountains are the same shape as pyramids. So they probably just looked at mountains and were like, let's just do that. Let's just do that. That's tall. Because it, that, those work. Those don't tend to just randomly collapse overnight. Exactly. Egyptians wouldn't have seen mountains. Yeah, they, you're a fucking idiot. There aren't mountains <laughs> in Egypt. There's so many mountains in Egypt, you twaddle. Where? It's flat and it's a desert. Oh, I just, it's beggar's belief. It's beggar's belief. Right. Anyway, so secondly, they didn't have the tools to do it. They did have the tools to do it. Go fuck yourself. Because they recently, in 2017, found a quarry that had been used with an unfinished block that was going to become one of the pyramids. So they literally Mm. found a block from the pyramids and a bunch of fucking tools. Okay, so they did have the tools. And like I said earlier, they worked out that with these tools and by getting the stones wet, because that creates more abrasion and makes them easier to cut through, it was perfectly efficient to create these big rocks. And water plays a lot in how they got these things around. The Nile is effectively a big waterway that they can wang things up and down on boats. Mm. And if you need to rise things up, you can just put them on a floaty thing and then fill the thing that they're in with water and it will lift it up. Okay, there's a lot of water involved. Right, Okay. yeah. And effectively, once you have a bunch of big blocks made of basalt, that weigh two and a half tons each and went, okay, let's turn them into a pyramid. Architecturally, it's not that difficult. 
The difficult bit is lifting them all up, and that isn't that difficult when you've got 40,000 people who think you're a god, and they're willing to push it up a really big ramp. Yeah. Okay? That's all there is to it. It's just ramps and levers and 40,000 people. If we got 40,000 people now and had a whip round, we could probably build something pretty fucking big. (laughs) All right? So just pipe down. It's not aliens. It's not that complicated. (laughs) The reason that it's humanity's greatest achievement is that 40,000 people for 27 years pulled in the same direction. That's all it takes. Yeah, you would never get that nowadays. You can't get two people to agree on anything. Exactly. I genuinely mean that. That is why it's such a great achievement, is 40,000 people thought that there was a literal god telling them to all pull in the same direction, metaphorically. And through that, they made something, and now this is why this thing is just the greatest achievement. Mm -hmm. It's 481 feet tall. That is so fucking tall. Isn't that like two and a half Godzillas, something Mm. like that? Exactly. It's over two and a half Godzillas. Damn, that's quite big. It's enormous, right? It's 454 feet wide and it weighs five million tons. (laughs) Fucking hell. And it's still standing today. It's still there because it weighs five million tons. Mm. There's nothing you can do with it. Even if you wanted to take it back down, it would need 40,000 people to take the fucking thing back down again. It's huge. (laughs) It's so big. And admittedly, it doesn't look quite as good as it did back in the day. Today, it's looking a little bit worse for wear, but it, give it a chance. It's been there for four and a half thousand years, so just <laughs> give it a minute, right? When it was first made, it was flat on all sides, and some of the sides are still intact to a degree, but it was flat on all sides, completely smooth, and it was polished white. Really? So it was an enormous white pyramid pointing up to the gods. Wow. Can you imagine what that looked like? Like a big white Toberon. Yes. You've not seen a, a building more than one story high. You live in a hut. <laughs> and then you walk around the corner. And there is a 400... Oh, you're not talking about me specifically. You, Michael. You've never oh. lived in a house more than one story high. You live in a hut. You shit in a bucket. And you walk around the corner. And there's a 481 foot fucking god pyramid pointing towards the heavens can you imagine that damn it's insane i'll be like wow that is at least two gods in a soul that's fucking massive <laughs> aliens must have done it and the last reason that i think it is humanity's greatest achievement is that they all pulled in the same direction for this one guy to be buried in it right and him and his wife and his fucking architect were eventually buried in it Some of them did die before it was completed, but give them a fair go. It did take 27 years. They're buried in it, right? And they're like, we've made you a present. We've made you this big-ass pyramid. And for 3,000 years, every day that the sun came up, that was the tallest building on Earth. That's insane. That record wasn't broken until 1311 when they built the first St. Paul's Cathedral. That is, yeah, that's pretty cool. That's just ridiculous. And he just lies in this tomb, this bright white shining tomb pointing at the heavens for 3,000 years. And it's just every day, now it's still the biggest. Now it's still the biggest. Wasn't it also like there's a theory that the three pyramids, because there are two other pyramids in Giza or whatever, they're positioned in a way that it's like, from a bird's eye view, it looks very similar to Orion's belt. No, it does look very similar to Orion's belt. And they were very star-centric. What else is star-centric? Yeah, again, 
One of the things. <laughs> one of the other things. Where do aliens kind of, come from? One of the other things that's kind of bullshit is they're like, oh, you know, it's, it's like mathematically perfectly like a Ryan's belt. It isn't. It just looks quite a lot like a Ryan's belt. And I think we could all achieve putting three things in a line that look quite a lot like three other things in a line. Yeah. Okay. It's probably a coincidence, yeah. Well, it's not a coincidence. I'm sure they did it on purpose, but it's not that difficult. Right. It doesn't have to be aliens. Yeah. yeah. You can just be like, right. Well, they kind of look ones. There's two straight ones and one wonky one. Should we make them two straight ones and one wonky one? Yeah, all right, mate. I don't give a crap. Yeah. You? Oh, we we don't have bird's eye view. Well, we can still walk in a straight line and then a bit wonky. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I totally agree. There's no way that the Orion's belt thing is like. That's why it was aliens. No, it's... it was aliens for different reasons, but it wasn't the Orion's belt thing. That's <laughs> <laughs> a happy coincidence of the aliens who came from yeah, Orion's yeah, belt. Yeah. The aliens were looking at it like. Oh shit, yeah, it is a Ryan's belt. Oh, sick, They're bro. Like, Look at these crafty little fuckers. They are good, aren't they? They're not, it's like Glebe Glob's belt or something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Kafu, or whatever his name was, came up to him and was like, Glebe Glob, please, I hope I've pleased you. I've, I've made it look like a Ryan's belt a little bit. I know you didn't ask for that. I know you wanted them, like, stood on top of each other upside down, but we, we just couldn't do it. So, will that do? And he was like, yeah, that's all right, actually. Good idea, mate. Happy days. <laughs> right, so I kind of spunk my load a bit because I got annoyed about the aliens. So my closing argument was going to be all them numbers, but I just got too wound up and said them all too early. <laughs> That's all right. but, look, the deal is, it's fucking massive. Mate. It was sick. And 40,000 people, that is what humanity can do if we all pull in the right direction. Okay? And I'm not saying we should believe in people inherently and think that they're god kings. What I'm just saying is if we all come together, we can build a massive, somewhat phallic structure that is the greatest and tallest building on Earth for 3,000 years. Mm. And that's insane. If we all pull together, Seb, we can all stack up rocks like Macapaca. Exactly. We can all fucking just pile a big mm. pile of rocks on top of each other. Yeah. It's incredible. It's the greatest human achievement of all time. 40,000 people. Nah, no, Seb, I like that. To be fair, when you said Egyptian king, I was like, oh, he's going to say the pyramids, isn't he? That's a fucking great shout. Like, the pyramids are sick. And, like, to have the biggest building on the entire planet for 3,000 years, when, like, realistically, back in those days, those empires were so wealthy and stuff. They had literally fuck all to do. All they had to do was just build big-ass monuments and stuff just to show how sick they were. And for 3,000 years, he was the sickest bloke on the planet, basically. Exactly. And you just think about something like, you know, what have they done? They did the Burj Khalifa. That was completed in, like, 2017. That's the tallest yeah. building now. And then there's already that one in Pyongyang that's, like, fucking twice as big. Yeah, yeah. They just go, oh, yeah, just make it a bit bigger, mate. Oh, God, man. Like, it's a piece of piss now, but four and a half thousand years ago, stacking rocks was pretty difficult. It fucking well odd. What was the biggest building before the Pyramid of Giza? Uh, probably another pyramid. Parthenon or something. Yeah, maybe, maybe the Parthenon. Yeah. Something not. Some Mayan temple or something. But like did that. you know, actually, something I was going to say is that the two pyramids next to it were actually built by his son and another pharaoh. And they tried to go as big and they just couldn't. They just didn't have the balls. Fair enough. They just, like, literally, they didn't have 40,000 people. They had, like, 30,000. It just wasn't enough. Like, it's just... They it's just pitched out. It's just a maths game. You just need loads of people yeah. with loads of rocks, and you just build a really wow. big thing, and it takes fucking ages. Seb, I love that pyramid one. That is a great shout. The alien thing, everything else, that's a great shout. Vinny, you've got a big task. But before we get to that, I've got a little game for us, because, like I said... The ridiculous achievements of mankind are also quite impressive, like how far you can roll an orange with your nose. Could the Pharaoh King have done that? Probably not. So, here's how it's going to work. I've devised a little quiz. I'm going to give you both a world record. Some of these world records are completely true, and some of them 
I have completely made up. Or they're all true. Or they're all made up. Your job, when I tell you the world record, is to tell me if it's true or false. And at the end, if it's a draw, I have a sudden death decider. So, Vinny, you're going to go first. Your first world record, is it true or is it false? The most snails ever held on a human face is 43 snails. Now, while you think about it, let me give you a little hint. I haven't done this in a bullshit way. The world record isn't actually 41, and that's why I'm lolling at you. It's either all completely true or all com- completely false, all right? So, most snails on the face, 43 snails. True or false? I'm going to go with true. That is true. Some random kid held 43 snails on his face for 10 seconds. Wow. Was, it, was his face upright, or was he lying down? It was just, just had them all on his face. They had to balance there. If one fell off, gone. Let us stay there for 10 seconds. So that's one point in the bag for you, Vinny. Sebek, your question. Most people dressed as Lord of the Rings characters gathered in one place at 3,791. No. Is that true or false? Not even close to enough. Not even close. It'll be like a trillion nerds having a wank in a <laughs> There's no way that the most Lord of the Rings people dress as is 3,000. That's not even an eighth of what I think it would be. So you think it's false? Yeah. It is false. <laughs> I made that one up completely. It's not... And if you were eagle-eyed, you would know that the number 3,791 is three rings for the elves, seven for the dwarves, nine for the men, and one for the dark lord. But anyway, um, oh, wow. there was a real... <laughs> You're out-nerding me somehow. <laughs> there was a real world record that I based my false one on, which was that the most Wallies, you know, where's Wally, ever oh, gathered yeah. in the same place was 4,626, which is fucking a lot of people dressed up as Wally. God, can you imagine if a bomb went off? And you're like, what was he dressed as? Wally. Oh, my God. <laughs> Wally, yeah. So, Vinny... Your next question. The most cars eaten in a month with two and a half cars. True or false? It's by one person, yeah? One person, most cars eaten in a month. Yay, two and a half cars in a month. I'd eat that blue car from cars. I'd rim her exhaust pipe any oh, day. Oh, God, for fuck's sake. <laughs> <laughs> So in a month, two and a half cars. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to go with false. I reckon it was more. It was false. It wasn't necessarily more. I just completely made it up. But a man did once eat an entire plane. Yeah, I know that one, yeah. The plane guy, yeah. He he ate everything. Every nut and bolt. He has that weird thing where, that condition where he can eat metal or he just really craves metal or something like that. Yeah, I think he's dead now. I think he died. Not that old because he ate planes, etc. But yeah, no, that one I completely made up as well. So, two points for Vinny. Seb, this is the last one. The longest distance travelled while holding a table in your mouth with a woman sitting on it. He travelled 11 and a half metres holding a table in his mouth and some woman was sitting on it. Is that true, or is that false? <laughs> See, in my head, I just think if you had a table in your mouth and there's someone sat on it, the leverage... And you walk 11 and a half metres. 
in my head I'm like, if I put, even if I put like a computer screen in my mouth, I'm not sure I could hold it. Let alone a table with a woman sat. <laughs> How small was the woman? It wasn't big. I say true. It is true. He did. Yeah, this bloke's got. Wow. I don't know. He got mega teeth. Yeah, he had a he had a woman sat on a table, gnawed on the table, ran eleven meters, eleven and a half meters, whatever. That's true. So that's great. Well done, guys. This is not pre-rehearsed, but it's a draw, which means. Sudden death. I have a world record. This is a timed world record. This world record is for the longest kiss ever. How long was it? I'm going to give you a clue. The closest guess to the nearest hour, because it was multiple hours. 27 hours. Wow, 27 hours. Vinny's gone very early. Seb, longest kiss ever. How long was it? This is all or nothing. Winner takes it all. It's weird. I think I know it, but in my head, I think I remember reading it when I was a kid. I think it's got a nine in it. I think it might be like... It's either like nine hours, which doesn't seem very long, but you would get quite chapped up. Or is it like... It can't be that long, because it'd have to drink. Drink each other's spit. <laughs> it's, I'm saying nine hours nine hours and the winner of this show this game show the very first ever Michael Q&A spectacular world record game show is Vinny the world record for the longest kiss ever is 58 hours 35 oh, minutes and oh my god seconds. I almost said 48 hours but I was like it can't be two days surely 58 hours, yeah. So there we go, Vinny, well done. Victory you, in the you. first quiz. But yeah, Ooh. I just think the, the world records are just hilarious. And it's actually really easy to make them up because the reality of them, some of them are literally so fucking stupid. <laughs> that was one I was going to do, like the longest wang of all time. But I once did one 11 minutes. For 11 <laughs> minutes, ladies. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, God. That could be the greatest human achievement of all time if you've got the world record for wanks. Wasn't it like 30-something and he died? Oh, yeah. I think that's just a rumour. I think that's just an internet rumour. Really? So, that about that Brazilian kid who... Seb knows he tries to break it. Every day. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. There's that thing, you know, there's every November, there's no nut November where you, you don't <laughs> you don't come from a month. And then yeah. to reward yourself after, if you do know nut November, you have to destroy dick December, where every day, <laughs> depending on how many days it's been in December, you wank for that many times. So if it's the third, you wank three times. If it's the 20th, you wank 20 times that day. <laughs> don't do the skids at home. I'd die. <laughs> you would probably die. You would literally would just die at some point. <laughs> oh my god. How would you even fit 27 wanks in a, in a day? You just have to take the last like half of December <laughs> off. Just be like, sorry, sorry, <laughs> sorry, sorry boss. I can't come in. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm in the Bahamas. Yeah, I'm, I'm holiday with a family in the Bahamas. It's be really good. I'll send you a postcard. Realistically, you're just at home wanking to anime <laughs> porn. <laughs> It'd just be dust by the end. It'd just be like... Oh my god. Yeah, it's just die, I think. Wow. Wow. So, Vinny, I hope you're proud of your victory of that first ever iteration of that game show. I'm sure we'll do that again because it's actually quite fun. Yeah, it was. 
over to you. Can you double your victory, or is it going to be overall a draw? That's right, Seb. You can't win. <laughs> no, I'm joking. <laughs> nah, nah, nah. Yeah, nah, nah. Little section don't joking. count. Nah, nah, nah. There's, there's only one grand prize. There's only one goat. Vinny, take it away. Okay. Before the advent of film, Japan already had a rich tradition of entertainment using colourfully painted figures moving across a projection screen. Hang on, what? This art form morphed into animation during the early 20th century (laughs) and later evolved into the extremely popular and beloved medium we know today. No. Anime. No. What the fuck is going on? (laughs) What do you mean anime? Only joking. (laughs) I pulled pulled a Michael. (laughs) He's done it again. (laughs) It won't work because that's the first time I've done it. I'll I'll just do, he's done it. (laughs) <laughs> Just leave the again out. <laughs> so what? So that your your pick's nothing to do with anime. It's nothing to do with anime, right? <laughs> That's my opening <laughs> joke. I hope you enjoyed. I was actually convinced. <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh, you no, don't joke about sort, this stuff. So I was a, like, oh fuck, he actually. It's has the sort it. of thing I would pick, isn't it? The sort of horrid thing I would pick. Yeah. No, I picked a more sensible answer. People throughout history have always wondered exactly what it is that separates us from the animal kingdom is it our ability to craft and wield tools well certain types of monkeys have been found to use stones and sticks to catch prey and break nuts for the food inside so that can't be it is it our sense of societal structures and certain manners Well, no. If you've ever watched a David Attenborough documentary, you'll know most wild animals have their own forms of tribal society equipped with rules and hierarchy. Well, I'll give you a hint. Human brains and chimpanzee brains are very similar in size and shape. But one thing chimpanzees have over humans is their ability to remember images far, far greater than humans can. They have what you may call a photographic memory. There is a theory that humans do not possess this ability to recall graphics and scenes with absolute clarity, because at some point in our evolution, that part of our brain began diminishing in size to make up for another, more useful part of the brain. The left frontal and left temporal lobe, otherwise known as the parts of our minds which process language. And yes, other animals do have basic concepts of language, but this doesn't tend to go further than growling to show that they're ready to scrap or singing out when they're showing they're ready to fuck. <laughs> like Michael. Yeah, man. Where are these folks? I'll get along pretty well with them. Right, Michael, if you had to fuck one animal, would it be a chimp? All right, I am not telling you which animal I would fuck. <laughs> For sure, it'd be a horse. A horse? You've not seen those documentaries of like people who go around fucking horses? No. Mr. Hands. I don't know. I called Mr. Hands. The guy got fucked to death. <laughs> I ain't fucking nice. any animal to death. Okay? Or <laughs> to a life or nothing. I'm not... I don't know. You can get fucked to death if you want by a horse. They got massive schlongs. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. I don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you making me fuck a horse? <laughs> You will fuck a horse and you will like it. <laughs> or or 100th episode, we all get together and <laughs> fuck a goat. <laughs> it would be perfect. It wouldn't be perfect. Stop saying that. Oh boy, derailed so hard. 
Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at bluenile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. But it is our complex language which truly separates us from other species on this planet. Without this deep understanding of language we possess, there is no art or poetry or anime or even ideas of how to progress humanity. Now, I have to admit, I still haven't actually gotten to what I believe is the GOAT human achievement. Although language is crucial to what it is to be human, I'd say it's too broad a subject to be called an achievement, and I'd say it's more so just a very lovely byproduct of evolution. But everything I've said so far, barring the anime thing, has still been relevant to my answer. Because I believe our greatest achievement as a species has been the very next step in language. That being... Autism. Autism. <laughs> Writing. Oh. Now, that's interesting because I can't write. Or <laughs> <laughs> read, yeah, so to be fair. you already got me, like... When I see someone writing, I, like, think... That's cool. That's impressive, son. Yeah. <laughs> Do you not get jealous and start I do. Ranting? I'm like, damn, son, where'd you learn that? So you've got me. You've My ears are perked because how the fuck do they do it? <laughs> They're usually taught at a young age. Wow. It's not known exactly how long human societies have had writing systems in place, but the earliest known human writing dates back to 3500 BCE with the Sumerians. 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 Yeah, I think I got it. The earliest form of writing was called cuneiform, and it consisted of making small marks in wet clay using a part of a reed. And this early writing system allowed the Sumerians to use basic maths to tally goods and gave them access to long-distance communication. 
which in turn gave the Sumerian people opportunities to trade with other villages outside of their own far more easily. With this technological advancement, the Sumerians built the first ever cities, and with that, they had birthed humanity's very first civilization. As the people of Sumer... Sumer? Sumer? I'm going to say Sumer. Sumer. As the people of Sumer traded with more and more people outside of their region, they also took their writing system with them. And so writing began infiltrating the other regions outside of Mesopotamia, such as Egypt and Greece. (laughs) (laughs) Throwback. Throwback to 20 minutes ago. Who in turn used writing to increase their own trading and more civilizations began popping up. The more wealthy and prosperous humans became from the massive influx of trading, the more they had time to develop their own culture which included more advanced forms of writing, which wasn't just for the use of trading goods, but for transporting ideas and stories in mass to the people. And around 2150 BCE, the Epic of Gilgamesh was written, which is considered the first ever epic tale discovered, as well as one of the oldest surviving pieces of literature. Is it any good? Don't know, never read it. <laughs> Has it got, like, rings of power and shit, or not? I don't know what it's about. I, I don't... I've no idea, to be honest. It's probably like I think it's it's about like a king and shit. It's I don't I don't fucking know to be honest. Is it on Audible? Because I can't I can't read. <laughs> I don't know actually. <laughs> no. Yeah, you can get it on audiobook. Yeah, but if something's written down, it can be read out, can't it? So just because something's old doesn't necessarily mean it's not going to be on Audible. What a philosophical piece of. Uh... That was quite philosophical. Actually. I'm quite proud of that. The next advancement in writing came with the invention of the alphabet, which allowed people to more freely transport ideas to one another and even allowed the invention of new words, something William Shakespeare would do a lot of. And I was going to read a fun fact out, but I think it'd be more fun to get you guys to play a little game. How many words did William Shakespeare invent? Michael, I want you to go to first. 10,000. Okay, your answer is 10,000. What's yours, Sebek? Uh, I'm going to say 69. <laughs> No, it was loads. Okay, I can say without further ado, (laughs) Sebek is the most correct. What? (laughs) 1,700 words. Oh, 1,700. 10,000. Holy fuck. What? What? Did you actually think 10,000? How many words even are there? (laughs) No, that's a serious question. Do you know how many words there are? Like, 10,000 might not be that many. It might be like 5% of all the words. How many words are there? 171,000 words. 171,000 words? Apparently. So 10,000 is, you know, only sort of less than 10%. I put how many words are in the English language, and Google translated how many to French. Words are a tricky thing. They're a tricky beast. People saying AI is going to take over the world. Can't even fucking understand what I'm saying. <laughs> but still, you have to make up these words. So I think 10,000 is still a bit ridiculous. What words do you make up? Uh, well, yeah, some of these words do include lonely, lackluster, swagger, unaware, uncomfortable, and you two would love this one. Undress. Yeah, <laughs> that's just describing Michael's Saturday How night. Fuck? Yeah, right. How what, lonely, lackluster, unaware, uncomfortable, and undresses. <laughs> How do you even come up with a word like make up a new word right now? Batoing. 
Exactly, it's just gibberish. <laughs> it's <laughs> nonsense. Well, no, everything's gibberish when you first say it. No, it's not, because like, lonely just sounds like a word, doesn't it? But if I just said, like, rad, rad, ragush, sound like nothing. Ragush <laughs> sounds racist. <laughs> Any word that comes out of Michael's mouth that I don't understand, I assume is a slur. It's not a slur. <laughs> it's made assumed up. correctly. <laughs> yeah, it's a little slur you made up. <laughs> I'm going to stop now with a history lesson, as we could be here for a while. Right. And I'm going to get down to brass tacks. Back down to what? Brass tacks. Yep, got ya. I know exactly what that means, carry on. I don't have a clue. Oh, good, I don't know either. What do you mean? I can't tell. Is this some weird bit you guys are doing? No, no, no what, does brass what, tacks does, mean? what does brass tacks mean? You're obviously joking. I'm not. I'm behind no, I'm I'm not. I'm what do you mean? I don't know what brass tax means. What does brass, brass tax? tax? Get down to brass tax. What does that mean? Taxing brass off of peasants. What does it mean? Like if I said there's a brass tax, I don't know what that means. A <laughs> brass tax. <laughs> what does... <laughs> uh, you've never heard getting down to brass tax. No. No. Is that like when things have got so far you're putting a tax on brass? Getting down to the basics. I don't know where the where it comes from, but it's a saying. It means like bottom line, conclusion. Like I'm just going to bottom line, let's just skip to the chase. Have you guys never actually heard this <laughs> saying before? That's bizarre. No. It means to start to discuss or consider the most important details of fact about something. Yeah, stop being around the bush kind of thing. Mm. Interesting. One theory is it comes from the brass tax in the counter of a hardware store, so used to measure cloth in precise units. Wow, sounds boring. I thought it'd be more exciting than that. That is bizarre, you guys never heard that. We're stupid. That is really weird. Is it a Zimbabwe thing? No, not at all. <laughs> Did Mugabe get down to brass tax? <laughs> he taxed pretty much everything else. But, um... <laughs> and that's a fucking sweet. Oh my gosh, no. Vinny, why are you not laughing at that? I don't get it. Mugabe. What did he tax? I don't get it. I don't know. He just redistributed everything. He probably did a lot of taxing. He repossessed my farm. <laughs> E-I-E-I-O. As the song goes. <laughs> Mugabe repossessed my farm. Why has this... Oh, the last five minutes of this conversation has been like, when you try and shake someone's hand and they go for a fist bump. <laughs> <laughs> it's because you guys have never heard brass tacks. I've never heard of someone who doesn't know that saying. That's <laughs> bewildering to me. I'm sorry, but I told but it you, is. we're stupid. Sorry. Anyway. You knew what you were getting into when you got into this with us. I really didn't. I really fucking didn't. Now I'm in too deep. <laughs> I can't give it up now. <laughs> Anyway, the brass tax will. <laughs> anyway, stop beating around the bush. I think writing is the goat human achievement, as it proved to be the turning point in humanity, turning us from the mainly hunter-gatherer societies of prehistory into the culturally rich and advanced societies we have today. Mm. It not only allowed trading to become a worldwide activity, but gave people the means to communicate ideas and stories long after their death. Without writing, there are no records of things which took place. There are no other great inventions. We'd all still be living in caves or roaming around in tribes from grassland to grassland. Many years from now, when we're all dead and long forgotten, it'll be the words we've written down which will immortalise us. Whether it's an email we sent to a work colleague, 
a racist tweet we made when we were 13 years old and in brackets <laughs> i wrote which you should maybe think about deleting i was gonna say i fucking hope not <laughs> or even this script that i wrote <gasps> without writing i wouldn't have been able to do any research of any of the topics we've discussed over these past 20 episodes without writing this podcast wouldn't even exist and as this is the de facto goat podcast that must make writing the de facto goat achievement. Ooh, Vinny, Fucking hell, most. he has got a big dick out right now. Wow, <laughs> he is swinging hell. that thing left and right. Damn, son. It's Ooh. mad. I just, I just thinking, humans, modern humans, been around for about 300,000 years. We've only been able to write that down for the last 1% of that. Yeah. So the last 99% of human history is just gone. Well, so yeah, so how, how long was writing in, around for, sorry? Uh, uh, earliest known records is 3500 BCE. We've had cave paintings, I think, 100,000 years ago, maybe? But even that... I think. It's just so hard to comprehend that far away. Like It's mad to think that everything we know about humanity, every piece of history that we know for fact makes up 1% of the time that we've been on this earth. The funny thing is, the majority of that stuff was just like, just hunter-gatherer tribes, just fucking around, killing boars. Mm. Like, it wasn't even much farming, probably. Like, it was writing that really birthed civilization, really birthed culture. Damn, Vinny. That's really, that is quite something. And I still can't do it. (laughs) And you still can't write. (laughs) Wow. Because I think writing, the gift of writing, is one of the things that they think Prometheus giving the fire of human like life to humanity represents. Mm, really? Yeah, so I don't know if you know this, but like the Greek sort of epics, the Greek kind of... Aliens. So in the... No, no, different Prometheus. In the <laughs> Greek sort of myths, Prometheus, who's one of the early gods before Zeus, he's one of the titans. So for, until he does this, humans are kind of walking around they don't have the fire of the gods. They don't have, like, godly knowledge yet. Right, yeah, yeah. And then Prometheus thinks that humanity deserves that, and so he gives them the fire from the forge of Olympus, and that allows humanity to create art and to gift their own ideas and their own thoughts. People think that that was, like, writing, that that's what that represents, is, like, the written word, the ability to convey thought across generations, allowed people to, like, create culture in a way that previously wasn't available. I don't know why I'm helping Vinny here, but... You're really helping me. Thank you. Keep talking. I'm just a nerd yeah. for trying to sound like I know what I'm talking about. Yeah, I, I would never have even considered writing as an achievement, but I suppose it is, isn't it? Like, I was just thinking then, like, is writing just a product of evolution? But I guess it I, not really. Like, speech is a product of evolution. Like I said, all animals sort of communicate through speech, but... Even chimpanzees, which are like 98% the same as us and bonobos and all other great apes, like, they don't write shit down. They can use tools, they have society exactly the same as humans. They're everything the same, just not quite as complicated, but they still haven't evolved to write anything. Damn, this is a really difficult one. This is going to be a really hard conclusion. Because on one hand, you've got the pyramid, the great pyramid, the tallest building, a record, and I like records. I've had a lot of Guinness World Record books in my life. And a lot of criminal records. Yeah. And you're on the sex offenders record. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Any more? <laughs> um... Run out. 
3,000 years. That's a long ass record. Like you said, what, 40 years for that running record? 3,000, son. 3,000 years got the biggest motherfucking tomb on the planet. And it, do you know, it, the mad thing is, is he didn't even have to do it. He could have just, he's dead anyway. Do you know what I mean? Like, what's the, what is even the point of the premise? It doesn't do anything. It's just got a dead body in it or two. Like, why is dick measuring? It's so stupid. It's such a, it's such a big dig swinging thing, isn't it? That's it. Like, it's just so. You get to this point where you have so much wealth. And you said this earlier, we have so much wealth. And you're just bored and you just want to do something with it. And I'm arguing that the reason why he has that wealth is due to writing. The ebb and flow of the Nile allowing mm. for fertile land. No, no, no. I we're agree. not getting into a big argument. I'm concluding. No, no, now. no. Do you know what I, I would say? To give the pyramids their credit, and I, and I thought Vinny's argument was fucking banging, don't get me wrong, but to give the pyramids their credit, I think what I think is impressive is even if they're no longer the tallest thing on the planet, and they were for 3,000 years the tallest building on the planet, but they are still over 4,500 years later one of the most memorable pieces of architecture globally. Mm. I think almost every person on the planet knows what the pyramids are and people go to see them still they are still eye-catching they are still notable four and a half thousand years later Mm. not because they're old but because they're fucking huge oh i would i would like to see the pyramids one day it would be cool apparently you can't really get very close to them at all though Mm. well i saw some kid on internet fucking climb one mate so (laughs) that was in lockdown so you've got the pyramids they're a big ass tomb big pile of rocks how impressive is a big pile of rocks (laughs) and on the other hand you've got what to me is basically wizardry (laughs) writing (laughs) what to me is basically magic magic. it's basically impossible it's a complete illusion may as well be aliens i don't understand it i don't know how it works there's also that thing that like generally the more developed a country is the higher the literacy rate is. So you'll have the really undeveloped countries have like very little Mm. people who can actually read and write, basically. Mm. Well, now here's the thing about writing, right? Is I want to borrow a phrase from a bit of a hero of mine. You might have heard of him. Godzilla. Meet life. Carl Pilkington. And Carl Pilkington has a very, he's got a great outlook on life. And he often says, do we need them? Now, writing is great, but do we need it? Yes, I. Yes. Yes, I. I literally told you why it birthed civilization. Uh, listen, I'm concluding this. Okay, do we need it? You know, we can talk to each other. That's fine. We can just listen with our ears. Why do we? We know. You know, we can tell stories and just tell them. We don't. Do we need writing? Do we have to write stuff down? Yes. Do you know what I mean? Yes. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know. Do we really need it? I don't know. Yes. I don't know. I'm not, I'm not sure we do. So yes, this is what I mean. I'm just trying to debate. I'm just trying to think. <laughs> do we, yes. we really need to read? What's more impressive? I'm just trying to think. What's more impressive? Also, that's like someone who's never had a house asking if they need a house. Do you really like, you've need never a house? had it, so you don't know what it's like. <laughs> don't know how good it but is. Believe me, I'd miss reading. <laughs> listen, listen, listen. But this comes down to this fact. What's more impressive as an achievement? If you came up to me in a pub, there's two fellas sat there. Or w- were fellas, woman, woman, anybody. And two human beings. And they go, 
Save yourself. I don't want to give the impression that women can't go into pubs and stuff. Like two people of uh, unknown gender, uh... (laughs) (laughs) unknown skin tone. Two people sat at a pub with me in a pub, and they're both trying to convince me that they they are sicker than the other. They both achieve more. One of them says, "Mate, I stacked up bare rocks, and aliens helped me." And the other one scribbles some stuff down on a piece of paper and goes, "Look at that." And I said, "Do you need it?" What's more impressive? Now, obviously, it's a bit larger scale than that, and it obviously it's like the whole human beings. <sighs> ah, this is difficult. <laughs> Do you really I'll... need it? I'm just I'm still caught up on that. <laughs> <laughs> on the other hand, you've got Frodo, no. <laughs> which is a book. You fucking freak! It is a book. Sep, you have just killed yourself there. You're right. For the second time tonight. <laughs> Lord of the Rings is a book. <laughs> and, That's what he's caught up on. <laughs> and although I am listening to it, because I can't read, someone did have to write it down. So I guess, writing, do we need it? I think, I think probably, we'll probably say that we probably do. And if we probably do, then I don't really see a downside. So I guess just by default, writing is the greatest achievement of all time. Unfortunately, I've yet to achieve it. (laughs) 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 Wow. I never thought the greatest human achievement would be something I'm not able to be a part of or enjoy, but there we go. I haven't built a pyramid either, I suppose. Or gone to the moon, or been contacted by aliens, or thrown rings of power into the fiery depths of Mount Dooms. But wow, Vinny, do you know what? That's a fucking shout, mate. Writing. How did you even think about that? That's the achievement. I just looked up online greatest human achievements, and <laughs> to, no, to be fair, to be fair, to be fair, writing came up once. Like I kept on seeing the same ones, like vaccines and vaccines give autism. We all know that. I actually was really close to picking um, antibiotics. <laughs> And then I was like, but vaccines are actually technically even better. But then I was also like, I can't be bothered to write about vaccines. Boring. Too topical. And then writing came up and I was like, you know what? Without writing, you wouldn't have any of this at all. Yeah. What would we even have? Like nothing. Symbols. No, I, I, yeah, fire and... I have to say, the moment you concluded your writing argument, I kind of became on your side and was getting more and more annoyed with <laughs> Michael when he kept asking, writing, do we really need it? <laughs> Like, at that point, I just started fighting for Vinny. I was like, yes, we do, you freak. Listen, listen the do we need it exercise, it's a good mental exercise if you want to prioritise things in life. You need to just ask yourself, do we need it? Do you know what I mean? It's a I good suppose, little yeah. mental exercise to do. Great philosophers of the past, such as Carl Pilkington, have often pondered, do we need it for the most important things in life? So I don't think it's far-fetched or ridiculous to ponder writing, do we need it? I think it's great. Turns out we do. Writing is the greatest achievement of all time. So, that's it, I suppose. Vinny, 2-0. Great result. Post, Give you a post-match interview now. How do you feel about the result? Yeah, it was a game of two halves. Uh, you know, we, we trained really hard for the for this game. Uh, you know, big respects for the, the gaffer. You know, you really taught us uh, what's what. Uh, but the other team really played really well. So, you know, you have to give them that. And uh, we just took our chances, really. Mm. What do you think about the foul early in the first half where uh, the opposition tried to deny, in fact, that the uh, Great Pile of Rocks was, in fact, 
built by aliens, as we all know that it was. I just don't think he's watched enough Ninja Aliens, to be honest. Mm, I would agree. Anyway, here's your champagne. Man of the match today. Have a good one. <laughs> hey, look, it's my cock. Wait, I'm juicing over you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Well, on that note... We'll see you in two weeks' time. Yeah, not next week. But if you don't want to listen to ads, go become a Patreon. If you do want to listen to ads, become a Patreon anyway, because your support means the world to us. And Michael, stickers. They are here, and I'm currently, because I can't write, trying to write a little letter for all you lovely patrons. (laughs) Without writing, we wouldn't be able to send them fucking stickers. Anyway, I'm trying to write you a little letter and pop it in the post. Um, I should hopefully do that. It's what, I don't even know what day it is today, because I can't read, but either by the end of this week or early next week, Yep, you should have them next week, I imagine, in on your doorstep, which you would have already actually had, because technically this is, like, in the future and stuff, but time travel's a weird one. So, yeah, you should have your stickers already, and if you want a sticker, you know where to go. Patreon, get on it. Get on it, boys. Right then, is that the end of the show? That's the end. See you in a couple of weeks. Love you, bye. Love you, bye. Love you, bye. Love you, bye.